1: G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Before we get into the rapid review a little bit later today, I thought I'd just go through the World Club Challenge, um, break that one down for you guys. Obviously Wigan winning this game, a pretty brave performance by Wigan, Wigan winning this one, 16 points. 2-12 over the Penny Panthers. Um, look, a game full of controversy, let's be honest here. Uh, we can't really tiptoe around it. Um, probably one of the worst of games I've seen in quite some time, to be completely honest with you. I'm um, Always very quick to defend referees. I think sometimes they get too much stick. Uh, but in this situation, my God, it was uh, it was pretty tough. Um, the You know, I, I just thought in general, in the ruck, it was... Pretty fucking brutal, to be honest with you. Um, I thought that the double movement try, I cannot even fathom how that was given a try. I'm not even convinced that ever got across the line. Uh, That was bizarre. Uh, There was a couple of forward passes. And you know what? I can accept forward passes. I really don't have a huge issue with that. Um, They are hard ones to call on the fly. You can't officiate them upstairs. Um, Forward passes, sure. Shit happens. That's unlucky. Uh, But, yeah, the try that was given to uh, Jake Wardle, I cannot make any sense of that. At all. I cannot believe uh, that that was given a try. Um, And the late call on Liam Martin, I'm not quite sure how we possibly. Uh, get that wrong. I'm not sure if, if they actually got it right, if there's a different rule in England I'm not too sure, uh, but that was definitely a one-on-one strip there by Liam Martin. So there was a couple of instances there where I thought uh, they were some of the worst calls I've seen and I just thought in general uh, Wigan was sort of allowed to lie in the ruck all day and whatnot. I thought they were uh, it was a lot harsher than what it was on the Penrith Panthers uh, but in saying that, I thought the Penrith Panthers, they had plenty of opportunities that they simply did not ice. Uh, their first 20, 20, Five minutes. They did not kick the ball on last tackle, uh, from what I've gathered. It sounds like they were trying to test themselves. Uh, They thought that if they could just keep the ball down that end, Wigan would have trouble coming out of their own end. But every single time they had them down – well, I shouldn't say every single time, but most times they had them down there – they gave away um, a penalty. And you know what? There was a few of those that I know people are pissed off about because they think uh, the referee – they're a bit dodgy. I actually thought there was a couple of times there where they were sort of lying in the ruck and whatnot. As I said, there was a number of times where I would have penalised Wigan as well. Uh, But I thought the Panthers, some of the penalties they did give coming out of their own end – I did think they were fair play, to be honest with you. Um, I thought the Penrith Panthers had plenty enough opportunity to win this game. They also came up with a number of very poor handling errors. I think Mosliotta, he dropped two absolutely cold. You very rarely see that from him. They have a a couple of other errors as well from other guys. You know, they obviously didn't kick early. Uh, they had the, the moment where Taylor May, he was away. Uh, he took him on down the sideline. Field managed to get put into touch. Um, they had their opportunities, depending on Panthers. I think they had a lot of tough officiating decisions that went against them, uh, but they had their opportunities, and they did not take them, um, and that's the story of that. There was tough calls, uh, but the Panthers had their opportunities, didn't take them. Uh, Wigan, they took their opportunities. They got unlucky on a few occasions. Uh, obviously, they put in a kick off a scrum at one point for the fastest guy on the field, Bevan French of uh, Parramatta Eels fame a couple of years ago, uh, and he was a foot-off side there, so... A little bit unlucky, you could argue there, uh, but definitely offside. That was the right call, and I sort of thought, you know what, that'll be a bit of a turning point in this game. Uh, But Wigan, they managed to hold on there for a very good victory. Obviously, the Penrith Panthers, uh, they are yet to win a World Club Challenge, which is pretty wild. Obviously, last year getting done at home, uh, 13 points to 12, I believe it was. Uh, Then this year, uh, going down 16 points to 12 against the Wigan Warriors. So, tough little gig for Penrith. Uh, Guys that stood out for me from this trial, I thought Taylor May was really good, obviously returning from an ACL injury. Plenty of us will be looking at him from a super coach point of view. I thought he was very impressive. I, um... I've said for a long time that I would bring him straight in, uh, and I will be bringing him straight into my side. So you have a look. uh, 14 runs for 175 metres. He had the one line break. Uh, He had eight tackle breaks. I mean, he might not be back to his absolute very best, Taylor May, but fuck, if you didn't watch that and think that Taylor May's back, uh, I'm sorry, you are kidding yourself. Very, very impressive. Brian Toto was solid again. Five odd tackle breaks. I thought Isaac Tungo had a solid game. Dylan Edwards, my God, isn't he just tough? He just goes at the game. He obviously scored a good try in this one, but he had 12 tackle breaks in this one, and he ran for 288 metres off 25 runs. So Dylan Edwards, he was everywhere, would have been right up there uh, for man of the match honours had they won this game. You look at the Penrith Panthers coming out of their own end. Edwards, 288 run metres. Taruva, 136. Keep in mind, he played limited minutes. He got injured. Isaac Tungo, 145. Taylor May, 175. Brian Toto, 245. Jack Cole ran for 152 metres, and Nathan Cleary ran for 237. Uh, so the least amount of run metres by their entire back line uh, was Taruva, who ran 136 metres, uh, and he only played 66 minutes. So just insane what this team is capable of doing. Uh, Jack Cole obviously playing his first big game in quite some time. Thought he was really good, really solid. He got a bit of criticism online, I saw. But um, – I personally thought he held his own. Uh, He ran the ball, uh, He held the ball out in two hands, always had options around him. Uh, He's got a lot more to his game than what we saw. Made a line break at one point that I actually thought was going to win the game for the Penrith Panthers. Um, Defensively, he made 27 tackles. He missed none. Uh, I thought Jack Cole was very, very good, and he's a guy uh, that I think will be the next 5'8 at the Penrith Panthers. So congratulations to Cole. Very impressive. Nathan Cleary uh, got through a heap of work, 19 tackles, A heap of runs. Absolute heap of runs. 237 run metres. He had 36 runs of the football, Nathan Cleary. Fucking unbelievable. Must have racked up one hell of a super coach score. Obviously scored a try as well and kicked a couple of goals. Uh, As far as the forwards go... Um, I thought Fish and the Otter were good without being fantastic. Leah Martin had a fair whack of runs in this game. Isaiah Yeo was fucking tremendous, as per usual. 50-odd post-contact metres, he was everywhere. Isaiah Yeo had a couple of offloads as well. Three, no, four offloads he had. Uh, he was everywhere. 35 tackles, zero missed. Very impressive. Mitch Kenny, he made 59 tackles in this game. Uh, playing the full 80 minutes, playing, making 59 tackles. Very, very impressive, Mitch Kenny. He's got a... Um, He's got a very basic role, Mitch Kenny, uh, but he does it very, very well. Uh, outside of that, not a heap to touch on with the Penrith Panthers. Liam Henry played fuck all minutes, which I was a little bit disappointed with. Thought he'd get more of a gig. Lindsay Smith played pretty, pretty big minutes at 47 minutes. Definitely an improvement of his performances in the finals last year. Matty Eisenhuth played about 30 minutes or so there. So, uh, yeah, look, a pretty good performance by the Penrith Panthers. Not enough to get the job done. Um, I think it should be noted, with the Panthers, obviously, missing Jerome Luai, missing Scotty Sorensen. Missing a couple of troops there. Um, I think you've also got to take note that, you know, they obviously scored, um, you know, that one pretty controversial try. The other two uh, were down the left edge of the Penrith Panthers, which is, of course, where Taylor Mays playing centre for the first time. Uh, you've also got Scott Sorensen, Jerome Lawyer, missing from there. So as much as they lost this game and there was controversial decisions, I thought it as a whole uh, the Penrith Panthers' performance was pretty good. I still think they are the team to beat. Um, you've got to remember that's their first game of footy. They're playing in You know, six-odd months, new combinations, key guys missing. Uh, a lot of things going against the Penrith Panthers there simply because of uh, where this game is placed. Uh, it's not in the ideal spot to where it is, But I honestly don't know where you'd put it. Uh, It's just the tough thing with this game. It's such a great concept. uh, But I just don't know where your place is to get the absolute most out of it. So, yeah, look, the Penrith Panthers, they are still my team to beat this year. I thought they were pretty impressive. Uh, Their tactics early were a little bit confusing. I'm not quite sure what that was all about. I assume they were just trying to test themselves. Uh, and they thought the Wigan would sort of fade away late. Uh, but Wigan, they definitely hung in that game, so credit to them. Uh, let's have a look at the Wigan players and who stood out for me. And look, guys, as I always say, I know there's a lot of English fans uh, that have blown up at me today because I don't follow the English Super League as close as I do. And um, I, I get why you guys are upset, but I also, I think you need to appreciate that, you know, with the amount of work I do in the NRL and in the Supercoach, um, there simply just isn't enough hours in the day for me to follow the Super League as closely. Um, and you know what? it be really easy for me to watch highlights and pretend like... Um, I watch the Super League and give you guys analysis and whatnot I could get away with it I guarantee you I could get away with it uh, but I just don't think it's the right thing to do I don't think it's fair on the Super League and uh, that competition for me to you know not really throw myself all into it simply because there aren't enough hours in the day and then pretend like I know it all in the Super League that would just be uh, just be bullshit in my opinion so hopefully you guys can find content creators that cover the Super League in depth and put as much effort into the Super League as I do the NRL because uh, j- it would just feel like a bit of hollow content from me if I pretended to do it, but I know that a lot of English fans are uh, take offence to that. I have no idea why. I, th- I think you should probably respect the fact that I'm not trying to just dodge your comp up through highlights. But anywho, um, they won. How good Wigan Warriors! Great, great victory there. Shout out to them. Played really, really well. Uh, guys that stood out to me, I thought Jai Field that tackle he made on Taylor May was fucking tremendous. Uh, very, very impressive. Uh, ballsy to take on. Jai Field, last time we saw him playing for the Dragons, I believe it was, uh, you know, talented outside back but but was simply going to be too small. Some of the things he did in this game were just – you know, unbelievable. So I'd love to see Jive Field get an opportunity back in. Abas Misky obviously scored the first drive and seen him in a couple of years. Uh ran for a fair whack of meters. And and just to show you one once again, like you have a look at the Wigan Warriors uh outside backs and uh Joe Field, 102 meters. Abas Misky 118. Adam Kieran hundred and one Wardle eighty seven. Liam Marshall 135. Bevan French ninety eight. Harry Smith forty eight. So you know You had Taruva, who ran for, I think it was 130-odd or something like that in 66 minutes. He was the lowest for the Penrith Panthers, but he would have been the highest for the Wigan Warriors. It's just wild how much work these guys get through for the Penrith Panthers in their back line. Um, I thought Adam Kieran. I've always really liked Adam Kieran. I think he's such a talented player. Ran for 100-odd metres, off 12 runs, had a line-break assist, a ta- couple of tackle breaks. Uh, I can't. I-, I was really surprised when he left the NRL. I thought there would have been a number of teams lining up for his signature. I think he's got so much to offer. Played centre in this game, but can play uh, a wide array of positions. I was a bit surprised to see him leave the NRL. Uh, Bevan French, Wow. What a performance. Last time we saw Bevan French, uh Parramatta winger who was lighting it up. Very impressive. Once again, too small. Uh, but... You know, fuck, watching him there, God, he played tough and he's got so much talent, it's not even funny. Like, he, there's, there's no way you would have thought a couple of years ago that he'd be playing 5-8. And I, I know he's been playing 5-8 over there for a little bit of time, but my God, he was impressive in this game. I was very, very impressed with Bevan French. Some of those passes he came up with early, uh, they were just tremendous. Um, Harry Smith, the halfback, I like him. I haven't seen a stack of him, but I thought uh, he's got some handy little touches in him. And I think he's got a really good understanding for the game, Harry Smith. So one that I'll be keeping a little bit of a closer eye on there. Um, outside of that, I thought Willie Isaac was solid. Liam Farrell's a very good flyer. Kate Ellis played the full 80 minutes in Jersey 13. Was very good. 21 hit outs. 177-odd metres. He was very good. Kate Ellis, I imagine he got through a heap of defensive work. Yep, 46 tackles, only two missed tackles. Willie Isaac, to be fair, didn't really notice throughout the game, but 10 missed tackles. I didn't think he would have got up that high, Uh, but something to note there. But, yeah, Kate Ellis, I thought he was really good. Obviously left the Penrith Panthers a couple of years ago, Uh, so I'm sure that one would have meant a lot to him. Uh, The other one that I want to talk about that I thought was good coming off the bench was Tyler Dupree. Uh ran for a hundred odd meters, made about thirty or forty tackles, was very, very busy uh, when he was on the field. So yeah, the Wigan Warriors, congratulations to them. Obviously a controversial game with a lot of, you know, weird shit going on and whatnot. But um, you know, that happens. You can only play the game in front of you. The Wigan Warriors did. Uh, they got unlucky on a few occasions as well. Not as unlucky as the Penrith Panthers, in my opinion. Uh, but I thought that Wigan, you know, they, they just got on with it, got the job done. Uh, even if you have things go your way uh, in Rugby League against this Panther side, it is still very, very tough to win, it, and that has to be respected. Um, I will just say this on this World Club Challenge, and you know what, I, I know English fans will get really pissed off with this, and, and, and that's completely fine. I'm, I, I'm just calling it as I see it and calling it as the reality as we see it from down here in Australia. I think it's very evident that this game probably does mean a little bit more to English fans than it does to Australian fans. Um, The reality is that this game for the Penrith Panthers, take their situation for example, and I had a conversation with an English fan on Twitter last night talking about this and um, you know, he sort of said, oh, you guys call it a trial, you call it a preseason game, You use the excuse, it's the first time that team's got together. And you know what? Like, it's not an excuse. It's the fucking reality of it. Like, please, it is a preseason game. We are in our preseason right now in Australia. Uh, It is the Penrith Panthers' first game in six-odd months. Now, once again, where is a better time – when is a better time to play this game? I don't know when is a better time. There's not a hope in hell if I was an NRL club – I would want my players going over there mid-season to play in this. Um, I, I imagine that the Wigan Warriors and whoever was coming from the Super League probably wouldn't want to leave their competition halfway through to come over and throw their season out of whack. And if you do, I question, why the fuck would you want to do that? You're trying to win your next premiership. Why would you want to leave your country halfway through the season to come play elsewhere. So I, I just – and, you know, do you want to play this game in October, November when the season's done, you're starting to get into rep footy and all this sort of stuff? I just – you know, if uh, yeah, I, I just – I'm not sure how you make it work. I think that this time is good because it doesn't add – more work to players. They would have been playing trials anyway if they didn't win the comp. So I, I sort of I understand why it is where it is, but I don't think there's a perfect solution for this. And I think that in 20 years' time, this will be the same problem. I, I don't ever think that this game will mean as much to Australian teams as what... It probably does to English fans. Um, you know, there has been a feel for a very long time that you know the NRL is the superior competition, or whatever it is. Whether that's true or not, I, I like personally, I do believe it's true. Whether it's true or not, it doesn't really matter. I, I I don't really give a shit. The reality is, though, that I think this game does mean more to the English Super League teams and seemingly their fans, because uh, you know when we when we down here talk about the greatest teams of all time. Honestly, the World Club Challenge does not even get fucking featured. It does not even get spoken about. It is not something we even discuss. It is not something we even consider. Um, and that's just the reality of it because it's played in our preseason. It's played in a situation where you know teams go over there and they might not play their full-strength side. Um, it's just, I don't know, It just and I think it's because of the timing. We It's seen as a preseason game. I wouldn't describe it as a trial. I don't think that's fair. But for a lot of these teams that are defending the NRL Premiership, it's like the Panthers here, it's their only preseason game. So, like, I wonder if, you know, like, I wonder if because it was their only preseason game, if maybe that's why they gave Jack Cole the opportunity there. Um, I wonder if this was round one instead of the World Club Challenge. Does Jerome Lewin and Scotty Sorensen play? From what I've heard, they probably would have. Um, and I think that's just the reality of this situation. And that's with no disrespect to the Wigan Warriors in the English Super League. It more so has to do with when the game is and the situation. The situation is that the Penrith Panthers are out here to win NRL premierships. The World Club Challenge, it's important. Don't get me wrong. But I, I just just because of where it's placed and other things that are on their horizon, I just think right now it's not as important as it should be. And I'm not sure if it ever will be as important as it should be. Um, and English fans get really pissed off by that. And I and I get it because this should be the pinnacle, the two competitions, the winner of both of them going head to head. This should be the absolute apex of rugby league. And it'd be unreal if it was, but honestly, I just don't see how it could be. I don't see how it's going to get to that point. Um, I just, you know, and you know, the, 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 the Penrith Panthers openly said after last year, fuck, we didn't take that seriously enough. We got our pants pulled down. I think they took this one more seriously. Do not get me wrong. I'm pretty sure they did. But once again, from what I've heard, Jerome Lewis, Scotty Sorensen, I think if this was round one, uh, they would have been a really good sniff to play in this game. And I wonder if it was round one and they needed a 5-8, would they have gone with Jack Cole or would they maybe have gone with a Dane Lowry, or a Brad Snyder, a slightly more experienced guy? Maybe they wouldn't have. I would have gone with Jack Cole. Uh, but yeah, it's just an interesting thing to think about, an interesting thing to consider and I know the Super League isn't you know the the Wigan Warriors haven't played a thousand games this year and they're at their absolute peak but this was literally the Penrith Panthers first game they've played since the grand final yeah um so I just think we need to keep that in mind regardless though I love this competition I think it is a great thing to have it's just hard to place where it is and when it's going to mean the most and when teams are going to care the most about it I don't know what the answer is either I don't know what the answer is and uh, once again, I know a lot of English fans take it very seriously, as you should, as we probably should as well. But just because of the placement and where it's at, unfortunately, it just doesn't measure as high on the radar as what it should, and that sucks. But it also is just the fucking reality of it. Um, and you know what? You can you can tell me, oh, but when you guys win, you carry on. And honestly, for me and my takes, that's complete utter bullshit. I, it doesn't it doesn't have a huge weighting. Uh, moving forward. For me, I'm looking at this going, okay, this is the first time I've seen the Pen of Panthers since the grand final. I've watched every other team play two trials. I'm getting an idea of players and whatnot. I mean, the first thing I did when I turned on the TV this morning was watch, where's Taylor May playing? Where's Isaac Tango playing? Who's left? Who's right? What's going on there? How are they lining up? Where's Jack Cole standing here? What sort of role is he going to play? All these sorts of things. Because of the first time we've seen the Panthers, and that's what we care about in the preseason, who's playing where and how this team is going to approach it, I found it very interesting the Pen of hand, didn't kick for the first 20-odd minutes. That was bizarre. Um, and those are the sort of things that we'll keep an eye on. How Nath Cure is playing, whether he was floating to both sides, how active he was. He was extremely active, as we saw. Uh, but, yeah, look, I just, I just want to get that out there because I think it just sort of has to be said. And I know English fans won't like hearing that, and so be it. Uh, but I call it as I see it. That's how I see it. And I can guarantee you guys that is the vibe of how it is in Australia. It's not that this game's a joke. It's not that we've got disrespect for the Super League. The reality is that it is played in the preseason before the NRL season starts. And in our country, the NRL is the most important thing by far and away, as I assume the Super League is over there. I would assume winning a Super League title is more important than winning the World Cup Challenge. I I would hope so anyway. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know but it is just not the priority for Australian teams and that is the reality of it. Um, Hopefully it changes in the future. to be unreal. If it did, I think it'd be so fucking good like a Super Bowl sort of event uh, for Rugby League. But honestly, I just don't see it changing too much. A good game. uh, Disappointing refereeing decisions that have sort of marred the entire thing and made it very difficult to talk about this game in any great depth. Uh, But the Wigan Warriors, they got the job done. In my opinion, going up against one of the best teams we've seen in a very long time getting the job done, a few controversies, sure, whatever. They still had to hang in this game. They still had to defend well enough to keep Penrith to 12, and they did that. So you have to give them... Full credit for that. Uh, Congratulations to the Wigan Warriors, your World Club champions. That's two in a row for the English Super League sides, I believe. Uh, Might even be three. I can't even remember the one before that, to be completely honest with you. But two in a row, definitely for the English Super League side. So a huge, huge tick of approval. On top of that, you have got a heap of uh, English Super League guys coming over here, whether it be Price... Kai Pierce, paul Morgan Smithies, all these guys that have been very, very impressive. I believe Morgan Smithies was playing for Wigan, so they lost him as well. And made about 60-odd tackles in that grand final. So they did well to cover the loss of one of their key forwards as well. Definitely positive things coming out of the English Super League. There is no doubt about that whatsoever. Uh, but it is just the reality of this game that it's played at an awkward time. I just don't think NRL clubs are ever going to care enough about this game, or or I I don't think it's played at a time where NRL clubs are ever going to care about this as much as they should. um, And as much as personally, and I'm sure a lot of you English fans would like them too, as well. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat,